Good morning, everybody. This is Giancarlo. I am the pastor for Victory Church, and we are about to start our worship service. Follow with us. Enjoy the music while Tracy is playing. Thank you for watching. Good morning, everybody. How is everybody doing today? Good Having a good day? We are very happy to be here, ready to worship the good Lord, and we have great things to do today together. Got a little bit of rain. <laughs> a little bit. Of, I love the sound of rain. I don't know if you enjoyed it, but I did. All right. I want you to know that we are live right now on Roku, and as you can see here on the screen, this is what everyone is watching. So what did we say to everybody? Hello on Roku. Hello, everybody. That's wonderful. And of course, we have tons of people following us, not just on Roku, but also through other uh, social media places, right? People are following, uh, following us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Periscope, and everyone is uh, excited what we are doing here today. So I'm very happy. And today, I'm going to invite our brother, Herb. He is a good, good man for a ministry that he wants to have to sh he wants to share with you guys uh, a few words in regards of their ministry. Sure, I have to there you go. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, I do. Good morning. As you know, I'm with the with the Gideons International, and uh, our ministries tell people about Jesus Christ. We do this by giving out Bibles and New Testaments to people around America and around the world at no cost to them. We also distribute Bibles to hospitals, schools, universities, jails, and prisons around the world. If people do not have Bibles, how will they know that Jesus Christ loves them? Curtis Oaks was a Sunday school teacher in Burlington, North Carolina. He had a student by the name of Lester Ezel. Lester quit coming. He tried to call him. Nobody went by his house and still no one. And uh, he read in a paper one day where he's uh, sentenced to die for first-degree murder down in Florida. So we had a great conviction to go visit him. And uh, he went down there, and the first thing he found out, no visitors on death row. What do you do? He got on on his knees and prayed. And uh, about the time he got through, he felt this tap on his shoulder, got up, and the man asked him if he could help him. He said, uh, uh he gave him his situation, and the man said, as warden, I believe I can help you. So he led him back there to Lester's cell, and Lester said, Mr. Oaks, said, you don't give up, do you? You drove over 700 miles. Just for that, I'm not going to talk to you. Turned his back, went back to the back part of the cell. What do you do then? He reached in his pocket and pulled out a New Testament, laid it on the floor, went back home. A few weeks, he got a Letter said, uh, Mr. Oaks, I know where I'm going. I've signed a decision page in the back. 
A little while later, he got another letter and said, by the time you get this letter, I will have paid the price. But 46 people were won to Christ, including a newspaper man that interviewed him. Folks, these Bibles are, are uh, very powerful. Would you pray that those adults and children who receive God's word will not only open up the scriptures, but turn their life over to Christ? Out of 7 billion, peop 7 billion people in the world, there are uh, four and a half unsaved. And a lot of them have not heard the name of Jesus or God. We need your prayer support and uh, new members to help us uh, pass out scriptures in 201 countries in uh, over 90 languages. We also need your financial help. And I just got a check a while ago. I appreciate it very much. The Gideons do. And uh, we have the uh, Gideon card plan. I put some outside out here. We have the in recognition, in honor, to honor your pastor, graduation, graduates, and uh, birthdays, anniversaries. And also we have the in memory card to honor a loved one who has gone on to be with the Lord. Every, every uh, dollar donated goes to supply scriptures throughout the world. Every heartbeat we have, 2.8 scriptures or New Testaments are handed out. They are, they are uh, passed out throughout the world. Two billion have been given out in 110 years that the Gideons have been uh, organized. Last year, the Gideons and Auxiliary passed out 87 million people. And our goal for uh, 2020 is 120 million. Thank you, Pastor, for letting the Gideons come this morning. It and is a thank pleasure. Thank you for the congregation for uh, being so attentive. It's our pleasure. Let's give a hand to our brothers. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, we are very, very thrilled to have you here. And uh, this is the second year that we connect with the Gideons. And many of you have read Bibles and New Testaments in different hotels, right? Everyone, we go there immediately as we open the drawers, some hoping to find a jewelry or money <laughs> <laughs> that the previous guest uh, left. Then you find the New Testament, right? Is it worth a fortune? Uh, they are. It's the word of God. And I encourage you all to say a prayer for them. And uh, we, we will. And we will continue supporting their ministry every year. In the name of the Lord Jesus, brother, count on us. All right. So I have wonderful news for you guys. And uh, if you have your phone with you, please, on your browser, go to vchurch.us slash Android. And for our viewers and listeners, please do that. Using your phone, just go on your browser to vchurch.us slash Android. There you will have available our app. You can download it. This is the version only for Androids, okay? Version for what? Androids. Android, not the iPhone. The iPhone version is going to be released next week. So you can go ahead and uh, several of you are already having fun with that. Remember the question of the day and whatnot. Now I'm going to invite Miss Tony to come here. She has uh, some other guests, and uh, we are going to talk about it. 
So, Ms. Tani, thank you so much. And I'm going to call now our graduates for the, the celebration of today. And they are Wendy Gesh. Wendy graduated May the 5th with her master's in education leadership. Wendy plans her, are to take a break from college and then will return for her doctorate. She is currently an instructional coach for ECISD and teaches Microsoft courses at Odessa College. Congratulations. And uh, here's a little present for you. Doesn't she look so beautiful in that picture? Don't you love that picture? Awesome. Oh, that is wonderful. <laughs> Wendy, what does the blue represent? Um, so the orange represents that I graduated from UTBB. The blue represents that I um, graduated under the umbrella of education. So okay. the, it just works out that that's my favorite color. Yeah. So I embraced it. Awesome. <laughs> Please stay here with us. Now we want to invite the next graduate. It's our brother, Zach. Let's give a hand to him. Zach attended Fenian High School in advanced cleansing courses. He will graduate. Congratulations. He will graduate the evening of May 25th, right, Zach? Yes. That's great. Yay. Zach plans on taking a year off and work with Ron in air conditioning. Oh, wow. you got a new employee. That's, <laughs> That's good. And then going to college for a business degree. He is wanting to have his own business as well. There cool. you go. That's awesome. Those are the pictures, and uh, he looks awesome. Congratulations, and there is a present for you as well. Let's give him a hand. Also, we have another graduate, Rihanna. Please, Rihanna Lopez, come here. She is 18 years old, senior, graduating from Permian. And just so you know, she is ranked as number 12 in her class. She's oh taking goodness. both OC and Roll and AP classes in her four years of high school and managed to earn a total of 37 college credits. Oh my God. <laughs> she is also one of the four, four students in the, in the school district to earn recognition as a National Hispanic Merit Scholar for this year. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Hey, Rihanna, how many people are in um, the senior class? 750. 750, and you ranked 12. 750, and she ranked 12. And uh, asumo que hablas español. Un poco español. Entiendes más. All right, that's very good. Awesome. She is in the Academic Hall of Fame at Permian High School and also awarded a full scholarship to UT University of Texas no, at, the, Permian Basin. at the Permian Basin. I haven't finished. <laughs> and plans to attend this, this fall, measuring in biology and pre-med, hoping oh. to one day specialize, oh dear, this is challenging, in otolaryngology. Good. Oh, <laughs> that was good. That's good. You have a, we have a present for you as well. Congratulations. All right. So I want you, the three of you, come here, please, next to me. And we are going to pray. There you go. Smile at the camera. All right. Father, I thank you, Lord, for Wendy, Zach, and Rihanna, Lord. This is a blessing for us. It's, uh, it's an honor that we can pray for them 
honor him, honor them, and give you glory, Lord, for their success. So I bless them, to each one of them, Lord, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The blessings from the good Lord come upon you. Amen. Let's give them a hand. Thank you, guys. Very, very good. Very, very good. And before we go there, I want to show you also, I got, uh, Tracy and I got also uh, a recognition. And uh, we are in the Hall of Fame, but the Hall of Fame is in Mia's heart. Mia, come here, baby. Come here quickly. Mia, come here quickly. She gave us this recognition. You can read it. Both. I love you by Mia. Love. <laughs> Recognition from this little girl. You know, this, uh, this paper and this, uh, thank you, baby. You can come back. Look at this beautiful thing. I mean, probably is not much uh, materially speaking, but means a lot to oh. us. Because we put effort in. Miss Penny, our children ministry coordinator, she puts a lot of effort into what she does and all the teachers as well. That's right. And uh, when, when we receive things like that is when we think, well, what we are doing is worth it, of all the effort, right? Amen. It's worth it. And so let's stand up. We're going to. It says, yes. Mia, it's got a heart. It says, I love you. Love. I love you. <laughs> Oh, I, I asked her. She brought it to me earlier when we were having uh, coffee and donuts. And she said, I asked her, so who is this for? And she says, for you. For me? Yeah. And the piano girl. <laughs> Lord, we love you, Father. In the name of Jesus, receive our adoration. In Jesus' name, well, amen. This is not Gian's wife. <laughs> I'll take that. Piano girl. Mr. Brandon, let's go ahead. Thank you, sir.
to be praised. Wonderful Lord. You may be seated. And for anyone who is here for the first time in our church, we will appreciate if you fill out the contact information sheet. And uh, at the same time, there are two other forms that we would like to pass on. One is the prayer request. If you have any prayer request, just fill it out and indicate, please, if this is a private prayer request or it's public. Because we are going to respect the privacy of anyone who says, listen, I have a personal situation. I want you to pray for me, but it's private. It's personal. We will do it. And we pray all week for those prayer requests. Also, if there is any testimony, I would like to hear anything special the Lord has done in your life this week. Anyone who has a testimony to share? I do. You do? Okay. Let's, let's hear your testimony. My son, Zach, my youngest one, called yesterday, and he um, is a sergeant in the Army, but he's also, um, um, he's currently in the reserves, and he called me yesterday. He's been going to paramedic school. He graduates in July. It's been a long, tough process. It's a tough program. Um, then he goes to Wisconsin all the month of June for his reserves, and then, um, what else? And then... Um, Sometime this year, he will be deployed. So, busy, 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 but great report. Great report. We are very grateful for our, our side. Yes, you have a testimony? Please come here. Please come here. Let's hear your testimony, dear. Yes, please. Share with us, Wendy, what is that awesome testimony that you have? We want to hear. As a lot of you know... Okay, go. Okay, as a lot of you know, my mom. I don't know. Sorry about that. I don't know what's the deal, but. He doesn't want me to talk in the morning. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> as a lot of you know, my mom, um, and I'm not going to cry. <laughs> my mom was in ICU fighting for her life. Um, she, uh, gosh. Um, but now she's okay. She, well, she's not okay. She's she's better, and she's out of ICU. She's on the ninth floor, and uh, she was on a vent in a coma, and we weren't sure what she how she was going to come out of the coma. One of those situations. Gian came and prayed with me, and all of you have been praying with me, and uh, so she's now awake. Yesterday, Ron Facetimed with her, which she just thought was amazing. She had never seen that, but she, uh, her personality is back, and that's a big deal. So she's real happy. She's, she was talking, well, not talking, but just kind of exuberant. She doesn't know who I am yet, but she was very she, animated. She's coming but back. she knows she loves you. She does know she loves me. She's very, you know, with me, but she doesn't know quite who I am yet. But uh, I think that's going to come. So if you could pray for that, I would love for my mom to know me. Um, well, that, that was uh, two weeks ago, I remember, when we, we received the, the call. We went to the hospital. Weeks, yeah. She is laying down there with all these things, you know, 
And uh, so I, we had a little conversation, and then I said, listen, she's listening. She's able to yeah, listen. She can, she can hear me. So I'm going to talk to you. And then I start talking to Kathy. That's her name. Uh-huh. Kathy, right? Kathy, yes. Yeah. And I said, Kathy, uh, I know you're listening. You can hear me. And I am a pastor. I want you to know that the Lord is with you. And there is hope in the name of Jesus. And I was holding uh, actually one finger. No, I put my finger in her hand. And I said, if, if you are listening, squeeze my, my finger. And she did this. She was listening. And then keep praying. And I said, after the prayer, I said to, to Wendy, it's going to take time, but she's going to be, be better. She's going to get better. How many of us here in the church have experienced miracles of healing? Right? Amen. We, we know the Lord heals. And that's why we, we encourage everybody. Pray, pray, pray. Send to your prayer request and uh, that Jim is the testimony. said for me to play some um, music for her that, uh, right. about Jesus. And so I played it for her. And then yesterday when I went, I played a little bit. And she was like, she loved it. So it was really, it was good. It was awesome testimony. Everyone praying for me. There you go. So there is the answer for any problem. Prayer, prayer. Prayer is the key, right? But faith unlocks the door faith and that's part of the topic of this morning if you have your phone in your hand please can you put it in vibrate mode and quickly go to facebook check in and say something about victory church if you are watching online or listening at the same time please do the same thing and uh, let us know that you are following us in the name of we appreciate that this coming Tuesday, we will have our Bible study that we have every week. This time, Deborah is going to help me send some hamburgers. Okay. We're going to grill hamburgers. So 6 p.m., if you want some hamburgers, come over. 7 p.m., Bible study, okay? Yeah. Who are teaching today the kids? Miss Penny. Penny. Penny? Chelsea. Chelsea? Chelsea, and Thelma's already. And Thelma's already. First time Thelma is with the kids. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully that is not going to happen to you guys to be like that until the kids uh, are quiet. So thank you so much, Miss Penny and Chelsea, for, for your effort with that. That's right. Remember, we have our Victory Church T-shirts. Everyone has the right to get one. I said one. <laughs> one. All right. People like Al, he has three. But that is a different thing. It's because they are different uh, T-shirts. We did some tests last year, and that's the, that's the reason why you will see a different T-shirt, Victor T-shirt on Al. But uh, we have the purple one for the ladies and the gray ones for adults. And all the kids, they have the right also to get a T-shirt. At the end of the service, go to, to Miss Tony's office, please, and uh, she will give you one. Sounds good? Yep. All right. Remember, we are going to give to the Lord, so I'm going to ask Ms. Tony to pass the plates now. If you have any money that you want to give to the Lord, this is the time. You can put it in an envelope. Also, prayer requests and testimonies, anything that you want to, to share with us, go ahead. This is the moment. And also, guys, I want you to know something, especially for those who are watching online. If you want to con give a contribution to the church, you can do it. In two ways. One way is you can send a text message to this number, 432-268. And then James Bond, 000, seven, agent. Actually, he's 
well, but this is better. Four three two two six eight zero 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 seven. You can text there in the, what whatever amount. It's important. I want to say something about Sorry, the offerings, and I need your attention with this. Starting today, I wanted to do this before we send the kids to their classes for one reason. I want you to know that I am extremely blessed. I have so many blessings, materially speaking, and many of those blessings are the result of being faithful and giving. Because it's a principle, you give and you receive, right? And I learned that since I was a little kid. When I was a little kid, my dad gave me 10 cents, two coins, five cents each one. Every Sunday, he sent me to church with the 10 cents, and he said to me, five cents is for your offering. And five cents is for your candy when you finish your things in, in church. Every Sunday, I learned it when I was a little kid. I want all the parents to start teaching to your children to be generous in giving. You have to do it. If you don't teach them that, they will not understand. They will not do it ever. Gian, why are you doing that? Well, let me ask you this. Do you teach your children to brush their teeth? Do you teach your children to take a bath, clean up their bathrooms, go to school? Of course you do. No difference. You should do it. In fact, many adults are broke, and I want to talk to the people that are listening and watching. If you are broke, it's possible that you are broke because you are not faithful in giving to the Lord. Right. You want to hang up and don't watch me, it's your problem. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Do you remember that movie? Jack you, yeah, you can't handle the truth. Some people are broke because simply they don't know how how important it is to give to the Lord. And I want here in our church, all the kids, starting next Sunday, please, even if it's five cents, guys, give them the five cents. And I want all the kids practicing this principle so they will learn to give to the Lord because that is a good practice and it's going to bless you. However, there is another way that you can give as you go to our website, thechurch.us, and then there is an opportunity to do it, of course, Apps also offer that option. And now is the time to say hello. So let's stand up, let's give hugs, and have fun, okay?
Praise the Lord. Please join me in our prayers for our financials. Thank you, Father, for your provision. Thank you, Lord, that we can give to you a little part of, of everything that you give us, Lord. It's just a portion. And we thank you, Lord. And we give to you with all of our hearts. And we believe, Lord, that you are going to multiply this. Give us the wisdom, Father. Please give us the wisdom to be good administrators of everything you give us. And we pray, Father, at the same time that you will continue open the windows of heaven so we can receive continuously all these blessings, Lord, that are coming to us financially, materially, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. All the blessings that you have for us, Lord, we receive them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And we want to pray for Dan's good friend, um, as well as one of Ron's employees. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, Lord, and we lift up Pam. Father, we just ask that you heal her of breast cancer. We thank you, Father, that whatever treatment they decide upon, um, whether it's radiation or chemo, that it will work and that um, she will not have any side effects. And yes, that is possible because there is nothing that's not impossible for you, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that she is healed in Jesus' name. We lift up Jerry, Father. His dad um, had a heart attack, Lord. And we just ask that you protect his life, Father, and that you heal his heart, that there will be no damage to his heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's continue worshiping the Lord.
So 
life, restoration, transformation, motivation, inspiration, <laughs> everything, Lord, because you are so powerful, almighty, dwelling in our hearts. Father, I cannot wait to be with you face to face one day in heaven and tell you then how much I love you, Lord. I say that to you privately in my home, in my office, in my car here in the property when I walk around here in this sanctuary in each room everywhere I am Lord I say to you I love you and I mean it Lord because you are everything to me you are everything to me Lord is your breath Lord in our lungs it's a breath in our lungs so we pour out that grace, we pour out that grace, it's of your breath in our lungs. So we pour out that grace to you only. Worthy, you are worthy. Oh Jesus, Jesus my Lord. that healing into our bodies, into our life. Anyone who is experiencing pain, receive right now your healing in the name of Jesus. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. If you are experiencing pain, receive that healing. Receive the touch of the Lord to be healed. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, thank you for my healing. You just thank Him. That miracle you were expecting is done. Just believe in Him, trust in Him, and give, give Him thanks, because He deserves that. He deserves, you deserve it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we 
love you, Lord. Amen. 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 Oh, praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Woo. This is awesome. This is awesome being in the presence of God. You know, what else? What, is the, what could be the other place that we could be longing to be? Think about it. A beautiful river, a beautiful lake, a beautiful home. Yeah, those are great things. But without the Lord, that's nothing. Nothing. But when we have the Lord, you know what? It doesn't matter if you are not in a lake or in a river in a, on a beautiful beach. It doesn't matter because the Lord makes you happy. That is what I will love that each one of you experience the beauty of the Lord. How wonderful he is. And then you say, oh, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I, just, I just want to be in the presence of the Lord 24-7. 24-7, just worshiping him. And I thank you, sweetheart, for the music and the effort. And thank you, my brother Brandon, for your work with the soundboard, brother Micah, with the cameras as well. Thank you, guys. That's very nice of you. We appreciate that very much. Now is the time for an amazing message. Everybody says, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, are you ready for your nap? Sure. You know, I will tell you something. My dad, he, who was uh, uh, one of my uh, members in my board in the second church that I planted. This is the fourth time in the second church. <laughs> he was a board director. And uh, so he was always there participating and, of course, listening to the messages and all that. And one day I asked him, Dad, can I ask you something? Why you fall asleep when I am preaching? Why you fall asleep, Dad? And he said to me, son, listen, it's not that I don't care for your messages. They are great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> and then I said, so why you fall asleep then? And he said, you know, I just find so much peace in the house of the Lord. <laughs> that was his answer. He, he found so much peace, that's why he fell asleep. <laughs> anyway, today I want to talk to you about something that is interesting. You have in your bulletins. Do you have a bulletin? If you do not, our brother Micah can give you one. Just lift up your hand. Because there are wonderful notes that you could take out of this message. I train. How many of you have an iPhone? How many of you have an iPad? iPod, right? Well, this is I train, okay? And you will understand why in the following minutes. First of all, I want to talk to you about the first train ever in the history of humankind. That was invented by a guy named Richard Trevithick in 1804. And this is the picture, as you can see, of that locomotive <coughs> railway. And uh, it was in Wales. They used it to, to carry iron. The first load was 10 tons of iron. As you can imagine, that train was very slow, right? Very slow. Okay, but today, the fastest train is called the Maglev train in Japan. And this train goes up to 375 miles per hour. It's called Maglev because it's based on magnetic levitation. So actually, literally, the train is in the air, it's floating. That's why it goes that fast, okay? Well, this is the Victory Church train. 
There you go. We have a train too. And it has to do entirely with what we need to discuss today. All right. First, let's read the scripture. And I read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Psalm 40, 4a. What is the meaning of the letter A? It's the first part of the verse. Great blessings belong to those who trust in the Lord. Say with me, please. Great blessings belong to those who trust in the Lord. Do you trust in the Lord? So great blessings belong to you. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Great blessings belong to you when you trust in the Lord. And here is the thing that we need to understand. How this blessings work and how the whole concept of having faith in receiving the blessing works. Are you ready for this? All right. First of all, let's talk about this idea again. I train. We are going to to utilize the concept of they train to take you places like your life. But trains, usually trains, they have wheels, right? So the more wheels you have, more cars there are, and the train becomes more powerful. So the key in this particular kind of trains is good wheels, right? Good wheels. All right. Do you have a good wheel? <laughs> All right. Watch out with these guys. Try to follow the idea. A lot of people want to have a blessing, right? Do you want to have a blessing? Yeah. If I go to the store and I say to anybody there, would you like to receive a blessing? Oh, yeah. So everyone wants to have a blessing. And, and you ask them, so what do you need to get a blessing? So they will say, well, I suppose you need to have faith, right? And the answer is yes. <laughs> you need to have faith to get the blessing. Now, in this diagram that you see here, you notice that the blessing is to the right. Because usually, the natural way of doing things tells you, if you have faith, you will have the blessing. Well, I'm going to show you that is, that's not the way that works in reality in the kingdom of the Lord. It's the opposite. Instead of going clockwise, you will go in a different direction. And let me show you and get ready with your notes about this. First of all, let's just start with the, the first concept, okay? Which is faith. Faith. Do you have in your bulletins, in the back side of the bulletins, different scriptures? The first one is in Hebrews 11, chapter 11, verse 1. What is faith? Faith is the proof of what we cannot see. All right? So the first thing that we need is faith. Faith comes by what? By hearing the word of the Lord, by hearing the word of the Lord here, by hearing songs, by hearing stuff that comes from the Bible and uh, every discussion that we have in the church and everywhere else talking about the Lord, faith is going to come to you and that will give you the proof that you cannot see. Correct? Now, in order to get to the blessings, watch this, you need to get the hope. Once you get the faith for that miracle, and I want you to picture, my friend, I want you to picture the word blessing here. And if you could, write in your bulletin, next to blessing, what is the next blessing that you want? No, I don't want to write it. But don't write it. Could you think of it? Maybe. Or are you too lazy to think of a blessing? For real. Now, let me ask you directly this question. Are you that lazy? You don't want to even think of a blessing that you want? 
No, right? You are not. So think about that and name it. That is the blessing that you want. What is the blessing you want? Okay, I got it. So you have the faith. And now the next thing is you are going to start experiencing hope. Because once you receive the faith, it's power from heaven. That power from heaven is going to inspire you to have a hope. You start to think, well, you know what? Maybe it's possible that I can get a new job. Maybe it's possible that I can buy a new house. Maybe it's possible that I can buy a house. Maybe it's possible that I can get healed. Maybe it's possible that my finances are going to get better. Maybe it's possible that I'm going to find that person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Maybe it's possible. Do you understand? Faith will give you hope. But let's hear what the scripture talks about hope in Titus chapter 2 verse 13. He is our great hope and he will come with glory. Because once you receive the faith, you will start experiencing hope. And then you will start thinking differently. Because this is the deal. People in the world that do not have any faith, they do not have any hope. And what is what they say? Just listen to the news. It's just negativity, pessimistic news. And people are all over. You, you talk to them and they say, yeah, you know, it's, it's just the way that it is, you know. Man? It's, just, it's just that way, you know. Same old, same old. Meaning what? They don't have any faith. They don't have any hope. We are different, right? Right. We have the faith and then we have the hope. And after that, when we have the faith and we have the hope, we start experiencing that we are expressing declarations. Declarations? What, what, what's that? What's that? Declaration is when you say something. You express those ideas. Let me read to you 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Um, I'm sorry, 4 verse 13. The scriptures say, I believed, so I spoke. Our faith is like that too. Say with me this next part. We believe, and so we speak. Do you understand? Once you have the faith, and then you start developing the hope, you will be able to, to state your declaration. And you say, I'm going to do this because I know if I take this direction, I'm going to buy my house. And people around this person are thinking, he is crazy. She is crazy. They don't have the money to do that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because everything comes from the Lord. The Lord gave him the faith and then he has the hope. Now he is stating declarations. What is the miracle you want? What is what you want? Is, is really about that? What I want? Of course it's that because the Lord put it in your heart. He puts that in your heart so you can start walking in that direction. He wants to bless you. It's his desire because great blessings, what? Belong to those who trust in the Lord. You follow? He wants to bless you. Great blessings belong to those who trust in the Lord. Therefore, yes, name your blessing. You have the faith. Now you receive the hope. Now you start stating the declaration. But that doesn't stop there. 
the next step, the next step is you will receive discernment. Oh, discernment. Let's read it, okay? Scripture, Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 to 10. This is my prayer for you, that your love will grow more and more, that you will have knowledge and understanding with your love. You see that? Knowledge and understanding. That you will see the difference between what is important and what is not. And choose what is important. Choose what is important. You know what, guys? You know, do you know why people are not effective in what they do? It's because they do not pay attention. Do you know why there are accidents in the kitchen? Because the cook is not paying attention. Do you know why there are accidents in the road? Because the driver is not paying attention. Do you know why bank accounts get messed up? Because the account holder is not paying attention. Do you know why sometimes there are issues of adultery in couples? Because the other person is not paying attention. Why do you think kids break stuff in the house? Because parents are not paying attention. It's, it's about paying attention. That is discernment. You, you receive the idea, what is the blessing? You have the faith, you have the hope, you start declaring, and now follow through. Some people are asleep. They get the idea, what is the blessing? They have the faith, they have the hope. They state it, but then they go to sleep. They stop thinking about it. That is the problem. You cannot stop thinking about it. You have to keep going in that direction, thinking about it, thinking about it, paying attention, and the Lord will reveal to you what is the right thing to do. Because you have to do something. Think about Noah. Noah, this is what I want you to do. Well, the Lord didn't come down to build it. David, I'm going to make you a king. Well, the Lord didn't kill any bears or lions or giants. What is the blessing the Lord has for you? You have to do your part. That's why you need discernment. Because when you are thinking about all those things, you get lost. Friends, please pay attention to what I'm saying right now. Get a notebook and write what is what you want to do. Please listen to this. This is gold. Buy a $2 notebook and write what is what you have to do. So you will, what? Pay attention. And you will follow through. When you are doing that, you, you do your devotions in the morning. You read the Bible. You hear the Lord is going to tell you. And then you will receive the discernment. But then the next part, what is it? You have to do the right thing. You have to do the right thing. Do you see how different is the way that people see the concept of receiving a blessing just by having faith? Oh, they are, they are lost. There are so many steps. It's not that easy. Do you really think the Lord is going to make that easy for people? <laughs> no. He wants to see you eager. He wants to see you with passion. He wants to see you desperate. He wants to see you paying attention. And then once he gave you the instructions, do what you have to do, the right thing. Concentrate. Concentrate. Do the right thing. 
Many believers fail there. Why? Because they just cannot follow through. And they start messing around. That's the problem. Where is the blessing? Bye-bye. There is no blessing. Got lost. Romans chapter 14, verse 22b. What is the meaning of B? The second part of the verse. It is a blessing to be able to do what you think is right without feeling guilty. It is a blessing when you do what you think is right without feeling guilty. So you are doing the right thing. But then comes the time to wait. There you go. I knew it. Some people say, right? I knew it. There was a trick here. Somewhere. It's a test. Yes, there is a test. The Lord is going to have you waiting. Remember, time is given to us humans. <laughs> Do you realize that? For the Lord, eternal God, time is irrelevant. It's something that he can jump in and get out. He has no issue whatsoever with time. We have the problem with the time. That's why we have to be wise. How do we use the time? Let me ask you this question. How many hours a week do you spend watching TV? What percentage of all those shows that you watch on TV are educational or inspirational? Okay. Positive. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We need to... Be careful how we utilize our time. Think about how you manage your time. Be productive. The Lord wants to bless you. And eventually you have to wait. Let's read the scripture about it. Psalm 27, 14. Wait for the Lord's help. Be strong and brave and wait for the Lord's help. Somebody wants the blessing. He's going here but doesn't want to wait. Doesn't want to wait for the Lord's help. No, immediately grabs the phone. Dad, yeah, you, do you remember that I was thinking of this blessing? Well, I want to know if you can help me. Do you realize how insulting is to the Lord that? I, will, I want to explain to you why it's insulting. Because if he says that he will give you the desires of your heart when you delight in him, he means it. But you go and look for help to find the solution yourself, whatever is the thing. Basically, you are telling the Lord, I don't think you can do it. I'm going to fix it myself. And the Lord will say, oh, you don't want to wait? It's fine with me. Go ahead. Be my guest. You have to learn to wait on the Lord. How long? As long as he wants you to wait. And then is when you will need to trust in him. Because there are going to be questions. You know, the second hand, right? The second guest. You are second-guessing, right? I wonder if it was a good decision to give them this money to the church. Because I need to pay this bill, and I don't know if it was a good idea to give this money. Excuse me, how much was that? $25? <laughs> Gosh. 
I wonder because, you know, I don't have any gas. Well, you, you trust in the Lord. Do everything with faith and hope in the Lord. Just declare, get the discernment. Declare, get the discernment, do the right thing, wait and trust in him. He will do it. He will do it for you. And then is when the song shows up. Sing to the Lord, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Encourage each other with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your hearts to the Lord. Listen, I am okay with the idea of listening to all kind of music. You know, I am okay with that. I have fun with all kind of music, and you know I put videos there with music from different people. It's fine with me. It's just a fun thing to do for a few minutes, and that's it. I don't dwell in those kind of music. Do you know why? Because it's depressing. Because it's not uplifting. Maybe the beat. But if you pay attention to the lyrics, it's pathetic. Sometimes it's vulgar. No. You are trusting in the Lord. Now is your time to sing a song. And that is before you receive the blessing. How come? Why is that? I will tell you why. Because the Lord wants to see you that you really believe that you will get the blessing. When you are singing, you're saying, I got it. Thank you, Lord. You blessed me. Thank you, Lord. I got it. You jump in the shower, right? And instead of singing things that they are not, to begin with, correct, nice, clean, whatever, you should be jumping in the shower singing, thank you, Lord, for this day. You give me life again. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my new whatever blessing you want. Then is when you will see the miracle, my friend. The blessing will come to you. But let's read what the scripture says about that. Psalm Verse one, chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Listen to this. Great blessings belong to those who don't listen to evil advice, who don't live like sinners, and do not join those who make fun of God. Instead, they love the Lord's teaching and think about them day and night. So they grow strong like a tree planted by a stream, a tree that produces fruit, when it should and has leaves that never fall, everything they do is successful. The Lord gives you an idea that is the blessing. But you are planted like a tree. And that is something interesting because when you think about it, how many people are jumping from one church to the other? Oh, they, they are nice. Two months. And then... Nah, they are not nice. They go to the next one. Oh, the pastor is great. Two months later, no, the pastor is not great. Think about jobs. People are switching jobs constantly, looking for different, different options because they, they can't handle the concept of being planted like a tree. That's why they cannot have the fruit, right? And it says everything they do prospers. 
every project is going to be successful. So the Lord will give you one project, one idea, and you follow through this process, and boom, the blessing is there. And then you're happy. You say, great, I got it. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. I got it. That is the way that the blessing works. The circle is complete. You remember this is the wheel of blessing, right? But what is the difference between this circle, this wheel, and the things that people think of in terms of faith and blessing is the direction. The direction goes opposite. It's not, I have faith. I got my blessing. <laughs> no. You have to work it out. You have to work it out. Now, between all those stages, you know, this is a wheel, like a wheel and a train, right? Okay. In order that a wheel spins and works well, it needs, needs some lubrication. <laughs> How often do you smile? Let me ask you this question. When was the last time that you had a good laughter? But I mean a good laughter and you were rolling on the floor that you were like, that was funny. When was the last time that when you were eating, you were smiling and say, oh, that, that, that was a good bite. When was the last time that you got a sip of whatever you drink and you, you sip it out? Mmm, that tastes delicious. Joy. Enjoy everything. Enjoy every moment. Enjoy everything. Learn to enjoy that. Do you know that the Lord enjoys everything? Everything. He's very, very joyful all the time. Now, how he manages issues, I will talk to you one day about it. Because you need to know. And one day will be the day that you will hear how the Lord handles those issues when he cannot be happy with somebody. But that's other chapter. Okay? All right. We read at the beginning, and I want, us, I want us to all together, because we have the bulletin, to read the main scripture of today, Psalm 40, 48. What it says, great blessings belong to those who trust in the Lord. Okay? This is the Psalm, Psalm 40. But listen to the scripture from the verse 7 through the verse 9. So I said, here I am, ready to do what was written about me in the book. What book? Which book is that? Written about me? Do you know that there is a book that was written about you? Many people hear the expression, the Lord has a plan for you. And they say, yeah, but what is that? Right? Well, there is a plan because there is a book. It's written in the book. That's what the Lord wants you to do. He wants you to do. Now, think about this. Do you think that the book has notes stating and he get or got drunk and she got pregnant again out of marriage? Do you think that's the plan that the Lord said, yeah, I want that? Do you think that is? No. In that book, what the Lord wrote for you is great blessings. That you prosper, that you are healthy, that you are happy, that you have a great family, you have things. We mess it up, guys. 
We are not going to blame the Lord for what, what is happening in our lives. But there is a book, and you still can do something about it. You still can do something about it. My God, this is, this is the prayer, right? Join me in this prayer with him, David. My God, I am happy to do whatever you want. Uh-oh. Whatever you want, Lord. That is the problem, my friends. When the believer, believers don't want to do what he says, but they want to do what they say. No surrendering. That won't work. It's not going to work. Keep insisting, keep pushing, keep doing things your way. It's not going to happen. You will do it one year, five years, 20 years. It's not going to work. In the kingdom, there is a king, and his name is Jesus. We need to learn to follow his direction. I am happy. That's the other thing. When the Lord is giving you things to do, you should do it with joy. Instead of complaining. And it's hard, right? Sometimes we are very tired. Sometimes we don't feel like, oh, gosh. I just feel, I can't do this right now. It's just too much. That's okay. Wait for the right time, but do it. Do it with a joyful heart. Do whatever he wants you to do. The next part, it says, I never stop thinking about your teachings. Oh, I train. I receive training. That's why I come to worship the Lord. I want to receive training. I want to review his teachings. I want to understand the Bible. I want to learn. I train myself. But also, you should be able to train others. Listen to this. I told the good news of victory to the people in the great assembly. And Lord, you know that I will never stop telling that good news. That is our job as Christians. Once we receive an amazing message from the Lord, once there is a revelation in our hearts, we should be able to go and share it with somebody else. Oh, Jean, I don't know how to do that. Well, it's very simple. Just explain to this person what you just heard, what you just listened. But I don't, I don't know how to explain those things like you do. You are the pastor. I'm not. You don't have to. You just need to share with this person what you understood. Because it's your job to share with others. Listen, I'm learning that the Lord has great blessings for those who trust in Him. You know, I didn't know that. I trust in the Lord. There are great blessings for me. Duh. I don't know why I never get it before. But now I got it. I want to share it with you. There are great blessings for everyone. I just wanted to share with you. If you trust in the Lord, there are great blessings for you. Really, man? Where, where is that? Psalm 40. 40 something. Wait a minute. I have my bulletin here. I fold it here. You know, after the church. You know, I write my notes. But you know what I do? I fold it and I put it in my pocket. I put it in my purse. And I know some people in the church look at me like, that's disrespectful. It's a bulletin from the church. But you know what? It's the way that I carry my bulletin. Because then during the week, when I get my wallet to pay for my coffee, you know, I get my bulletin. And it's here. It's uh, Psalm 40, 
48. Great blessings belong to those who trust in the Lord. What is this paper, man? This is the bulletin of my church. That with trains? What kind of church is this thing? It's the opportunity you have to share with others. I will never stop. I train. Guys, some people, some Christians, they like to jump out of the train. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. There is a huge pingilingi then. Anyone in the train jumps out of the train, pingilingi. You know what is going to happen. It's going to get hurt, right? Or imagine somebody that the train is fast and try, tries to jump into the train. It's a boing. <laughs> no, there is a way to do things, right? Now, you remember this, the circle, the wheel of blessing? Okay. So imagine each blessing, it is like a car in the train. And the first train is you, your life, okay? So you got the first blessing. You follow through the process. You remember the process, right? You follow through the process. But then, then what happens? What happens is the Lord will give you a new blessing. It's a new project. It's a new opportunity to show more faith. It's a new opportunity to get more. Because the Lord wants to give you more and more and more. He has no problem giving you more. He has no problem giving you more. He wants to give you more. So once you get one blessing and you learn the process, then you will get another, involved in another circle of blessing. You get the second car and the third car. You see that? I train. But you have to get it right. You are in the train and you do the whole thing nicely, right? Nicely. But you will see that some people... Do not receive as many blessings as you do. Some people just get two while you got three, right? <laughs> Some people are blessed with more money than others. Some people are blessed with more beauty than others. Some people are blessed with more intelligence than others. Some people are blessed with more energy than others, etc., etc. Is the Lord kind of uh, mean? That's why it gives to some people more than others. No. There is a parable. The Lord Jesus said, oh, three guys come here. I want to give you one talent to you, two talents to you, and five talents to you. See you later. He left, came back. Five guys, five talents guy, come here. Let me see what you got. Well, Lord, I multiplied that. I have ten now. Good job, man. I like you. Two talent guy, come here. What you got? I made four. Two. In, in my, I have four now. Great. Hey, one talent guy, come here. Uh, you see that? That is the believer who is lazy. That is the believer who doesn't want to do anything. No one thing. Doesn't like to pray doesn't like to read the Bible, doesn't like to go to church, doesn't like to go to Bible studies, doesn't follow anything that is inspirational and motivational, doesn't like to learn. No, it's just a lazy believer. Hey, one talent guy, come here. 
uh, what up? <laughs> Show me what you got. Well, here is your bill. And you didn't make even interest from the bank? Are you that lazy, man? Really? You couldn't think of anything. Well, you know, I'm not that smart as the five-talent guy, neither that smart as the two-talent guy. You know, I'm not that smart. No, you simply don't want to do anything. Get out of here. Words of the Lord Jesus. Words of the Lord Jesus. Be aware. Be aware. The Lord is giving you talents. Put them in practice. Do something with what the Lord is giving you. I'm not saying that. The Lord said that. Come on. Give me that talent. Get out of here. Hey, you, five talent. Oh, no, 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 no. Now you are my ten talent guy. Here, here's another one. Because the Lord is going to continue blessing to those who want to learn, those who want to keep rolling, those who want to continue believing in him. You know that a train goes in a track, right? A path. There is a sound that says that the, the Bible, the scripture, is like the, the light that illuminates my path. That's why we need to read the scripture. And we have to be afraid somehow of the Lord. People do not, do not like the idea of being afraid for the Lord or have fear for the Lord. They say, no, what? I, I thought that he was nice to me. He is. But he's serious. And I want to talk sincerely to anyone, whether it's here in the church or through our viewers or listeners. I want to talk to anyone who feels, you know what? I don't think I have done this train thing right in my life. My life is not whatsoever close to what you are explaining. I, I, you know, it's the first time that I hear this. I, I never knew how to do this. Maybe that, that's why my life is the way that it is. Is there any hope for me? Because, you know, I feel pretty beat up right now. I feel bad. I thought that coming to church will, will be a good thing, you know. Listening to a message will be encouraging, but I, I don't feel that way. I feel the opposite. I feel down. I feel sad. Good. It's good sometimes for us to feel sad. Because that means that we acknowledge something we are not doing right. And what is what we can hope? We can hope that our Lord Jesus is going to be there for us. So the question is this. If the Lord Jesus wants to lead your life, are you willing to let him lead you? You notice? The locomotor. The motor, always ahead of the cars. You need to learn to follow the Lord Jesus. You need to learn to let him be the captain, the leader of your life. And you have to surrender and say, Lord, I know you love me. I know you want the best for me. I'm just too stubborn, and I want to keep control of my life. And I, I don't think it's the right thing. I want to change. I want to change, Lord. 
If that is what you want, this is the time for you to, to say your prayer. Just close your eyes and say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. I have to change. I want to really be blessed in the name of Jesus. And remember this, friends. While we are here receiving all these blessings is because the Lord wants us to go and spread out this news. But let's all together say this text. I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. This year, I will become more spiritual. And with that in mind, we are going to enjoy this beautiful song that talks about the importance of ourselves going out and sharing with people the good news about the Lord Jesus. Are you ready, sweetheart? Yes. All right. Let's roll and enjoy this song in the name of Jesus. Say it. 
people that you know imagine them people people you know all you have to do share with them share with them there is hope in the name of Jesus thank you so much for coming up today and to our viewers and listeners we wish you a beautiful Sunday in the name of Jesus go with peace with his peace you are blessed in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit until next time Thank you, friends.